Hi guys, Mike Irving here from Sport 101, and today it's about you guys. Last week, I got you guys to drop us uh, some questions which you guys would like to hear on Instagram, uh, which I'll put a link to somewhere up here, somewhere maybe. Uh, and also some of the Sport 101 coaches touch base as well with some of the questions which they felt uh, would be really helpful for the rest of the 101 family out there. So uh, let's dive straight in. First question, uh, how to help a quiet goalkeeper be more noisy? Um, this is a really interesting question. First off, um, communicating is a real confidence thing from a goalkeeper point of view. Um, having been there myself as a young goalkeeper, it's really hard to sometimes be really noisy um, to get your defenders to listen and to get, make sure they understand. The big thing there is kind of one, build the trust with your back line so that they know when you say something they'll listen to you straight away second thing make sure you um, put yourself in positions where you answer questions so if the coach brings everybody in don't just be the person sat at the back make sure you are engaged you understand what's going on uh, tactically and uh, technically as well that will really help with some of the decisions you're making um, and just get stuck in on all the conversations um, that will really help you because if you understand what's going on you're going to be more confident to give that advice and give that direction to your backline so they know exactly what you want from them um second question do you think the olympics will go ahead yes but october time uh i after seeing what's come out from the ioc today it's definitely not going to happen i don't think in uh, end of july i reckon it will happen uh end of october november sort of time proudest moment as a coach uh this is really hard there's so many things um had some amazing um had some amazing times as a coach when i was working in the schools um kind of you know winning championships whatever but actually for me some of the proudest things i've seen is seeing the players that i worked with when they were 11 12 13 now playing national league uh england under 21s england 16s um, 18s whatever seeing them still love the sport and actively involved in it that for me is always going to be the proudest thing and having that connection with those guys when i'm no longer their coach and seeing how well they're doing that's that for me is what it's all about favorite memory of 101 so far uh easy Last year, Academy Day, um, so 2019 Academy Day, seeing all the centres uh, lined up, or put a photo up now of it, um, just seeing everybody together um, from the 101 family was, yeah, pretty moving moment. And to see it, how it's grown over the five years to get to that point was, yeah, really special. Uh, next one. Uh, I'm always trying to get ahead and figure out what the next new technique will be. Um, backhand aerial was probably the last one that he had learned what's next uh, realistically i think it's probably with everything that's going on at the moment in the world i think there's going to be some really amazing elimination skills that come out um combination moves which we've maybe not seen because people have got the time to work on their tight individual skills i think we're going to see some of the most incredible technical detail when we are able to get back on the pitch again how do you balance time and commitment for me, I make sure my diary is up to date. I make sure that um, I've planned in advance for what's going to happen. Uh, obviously, everything is current situation excluded. Um, but making sure that 
you build in time to spend time with loved ones, with family, with friends, so that you have those opportunities. If you don't spend that time getting organized and getting your stuff together, it's not gonna happen and then everything feels like you're fighting. Um, when I first started out as a coach, I got it wrong a lot and had to learn over the years how to balance my time. Um, over communicating is better than under communicating. So really make sure like if you're new in as a director of hockey, if you are new in as a first time as a head coach, and you feel like there's so many things to sort. Um, over communicate in the early stages so that your staff know where you are, you, they know what you're managing well, what maybe you need help with, and also delegate. Like it's okay to have somebody else do something. This is a really good one. Where, when would you like to see Alex Danson's retirement occur if not at the stoop? Um, obviously, the stoop had the pro league games that were meant to be held at the stoop for GB hockey have been postponed. So I think for me, it needs to be the next biggest event that's happening. Um, Alex has done so much for the sport over the years. Um, you know, not only as captain, but as a, a role model to young players, all the stuff she's doing with the Alex Danson Hockey Academy, um, everything else. I think it needs to be at the next big event. It can't just be kind of palmed off on something small. She's done too much for the sport in, in the country and also worldwide to then just kind of get dismissed so for me the next big pro league game whether it's at lee valley or at the stoop it doesn't matter it just needs to be on home soil um so that she gets that recognition <laughs> how much do you love your fans um fans i'm gonna turn into 101 family and i love them so much uh the 101 family means everything to me um and to see people still engaging with Sport 101, even with everything that's going on and the support and the love that's come out from everything has been incredible. So yeah, huge thank you to the whole of the 101 family. Where do you stand on technical skill development versus gameplay? This is a hot topic, not only in hockey, but in sport in general. Um, for me, I've always believed coaching's nearer an art than a science. Um, I feel like you need to understand the science behind certain things. So biomechanics is really really important as well as um, understanding uh, some psychological aspects within coaching um, and skill acquisition and things like that are really really important but you have to understand your group it's not one size fits all if you've got a player who is struggling technically with something take and you have the opportunity to take them out of the scenario slow things down, break it down, give them some technical detail and put them back in. Like, it's okay to do technical shaping, in my opinion. You need to have that alongside your small game um, and your teaching games for understanding. If you can do a combination of the two, one, you'll have players who are really engaged. Two, you'll have less technical breakdown when things get heated because people have the confidence because they've been through the reps of doing things um, and three they'll love the sport because they'll have a broader range of what's going on if you only do one thing players get bored coaches get bored and you don't really make the gains that you could do having the variety having engaging thought out sessions which have some technical aspect some tactical aspect player-led and coach-led stuff 
then your players get a little bit of everything. Finally, thank you to Christopher Saul for this one. Um, how do you have the tough conversations? Um, these, I guess, are things like um, deselection. You've been training really hard, but you then aren't going to be involved for the next week or whatever. There's no escaping some conversations. They're really hard to have. As a coach, I've had to deliver them. I've been had them delivered to me as a coach, as a player. Sometimes I've taken it well, sometimes I've not. And for me, it comes down to what do you, what have you done previously? Like, as the coach who's going to deliver the bad news, it's no good if you're thinking about something and then you just come out with a bang out of the blue, you dropped, see you later. That doesn't help the players at all um, because then they, there's that expectation and understanding and they don't, they don't balance out. So for me, one, make sure that there's that, that understanding of what the process is and that has to come from day one. So when you're working with a group, day one, when you get the group together, you have to, have to, have to, have to set out the stall in terms of expectations of, why people may or may not be picked, whether that's mental groups. So this year, for example, uh, fortunate enough to have two fantastic assistant coaches and a goalkeeper coach in the group that I'm coaching right now. So we each have a mental group of six, six or seven players um, to then cover the one, the first team and the second team. What this means is that the mental groups are set up so that the players feel are with the coaches they feel most confident with and all the goalkeepers are with the goalkeeper coach and therefore we can have those we can touch base after games after trainings and just make sure they're all okay so just you know post game little message how did you find yesterday and then you can then understand where they are with things so then when you come to have a conversation if that does happen then it's easy to have the conversation with i think second thing make sure that you just have the conversation as uncomfortable as it will be and as, as awkward as, as it will be you've just got to have the conversation sooner rather than late. If you're having to make a lot of choices every week, then think about a system which is then, you can then do every single week. It's no good having this like elaborate plan of, yes, I'm going to speak to every player before selection goes out, but you or they don't have the time to be able to implement that. It's got to fit with you and, and then it then has that consistency. This would be really fun, like to do a Q&A with you guys um has been a lot of fun uh, and it's definitely something i want to do again and i think what i'll do next time is maybe have more specific questions um if you've got any other questions or anything stick it in the comment below um i'd love to to hear what you guys think um in terms of well also what you think of the the new set so this is how sport 101 is going to look for the coming weeks um i hope you guys like it a little bit of history London 2012 back there. Um, we're going to be doing. I'm going to be doing gear reviews. I'm going to be doing tutorials. Loads of things coming up over the coming weeks. And yeah, I hope you guys stay stuck in and enjoy it. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, like the video. That really helps us out. Um, and yeah, stick the bell on to get notified when uh, I post any other new videos. Thank you guys so much for sticking around and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.